Today is April 17th, and the Yankees have lost a series to the Baltimore Orioles. They get shut out twice, maybe just once. I forget. It was awful. Let's talk about it. They get shut out twice? Um, No. They got shut out last series, and then they got shut out this series. They put up a one Friday night. Oh. On like a sack fly thing, right? Or like stand or whatever. Broken bat. Yeah, cool. Uh, hello, welcome to Talking Yanks. Uh, it's brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. Happy Easter. If you celebrate Easter, I just found out that I celebrate Easter again. Probably taking 10 years off, but I guess when you have kids, it comes right back. So I'm at my uh, I'm at my aunt's house in Marlboro, New Jersey. This is not the first episode of Talking Yanks I've done from here. Back in like 2018, I did one um, from her house and I had written down the name Anduhar on like a piece of paper mm. because I was like an award I gave out. And she then like later that year, months later over the summer, she was like walked by while a game was on. And she was like, Oh, that's who wrote that name. That scared the shit out of me. Mm. <laughs> Cause it was just a random name on her desk. <laughs> anyway, Jake, how are you? Haunted by Miguel Andujar. That'll be uh that'll be a chapter in someone at this company's book at some point. Uh James, BBD, everyone in the chat, happy Easter to you and yours. Yeah, Easter's a weird one. I feel like it's also had a big fall um in recent years. But yeah, once you're back in the kid game, Easter is live and and you find yourself wearing ears at dinner like like the O'Briens were. Some good content out of that. Um I'm doing well. We had uh I had two Mom's in town this weekend, Jess's mom and my mom. They were looking at wedding dresses. Emotional weekend. Uh, emotional weekend. Uh, a lot more emotion than what was shown uh, by the Yankees this weekend. So at least I got to feel something. Um, they, like, invited me out. They were like, obviously, you can't come dress shopping. But they were like, hey, you should meet up for dinner. And then they were kind of like... They asked me to pick up the dinner. I don't know. It it ended up being nice, but it felt like I got bait and switched all weekend uh, everywhere I went. Uh, so happy Easter, especially everyone that's joining us on your Easter Sunday. You guys are the best, <laughs> especially after what we just watched. Um, that stunk. I mean, it, I don't think it's State of the Union. I think we just talk about it throughout the episode. But I, I do want to like give a warning because sometimes when we – Right. Do these episodes, and especially last year, CC got mad at us. CC's friendly with us now. Right. I like CC. I mean, we always like CC, but uh, so just a warning: like if you're the type of person that is going to leave a comment, um, like guys, it's only the third series. Why are you so negative? Or guys, they're just resting guys for long long haul. Or you know, then just I mean, and just really like for your own health, like. Bow out now. Don't listen to the episode. And and if if you're like, I don't want to listen to a negative episode for an hour, like I fully get it. I don't want to record this episode for an hour. So just bow out. I have nothing positive to say besides the pitching is awesome. But as far as my qualms with the Yankees from 2020 and 2021, they're almost slapping us in the face and tripling down on it. And... I'm like out, man. Like I'm like, I, I'm having a real hard time getting excited to root when every day the lineup comes out and they're just 
doing the same thing. Like they saw this Orioles series and said, great, we can rest a guy every day. And they rested judge game one and they rested DJ game two and they rested Rizzo and Gallo game three. And those are supposed to all be in our one through five. And if you want to get to the playoffs and win a division, then you have to get fat on the bad teams. And how do you do that? You put out the same fuckers that the bad teams don't want to face every day. You don't make the Orioles go, oh, they're making it a little easier for us. And even if those guys are slumping, you play them because they're a threat and they're better than the guys that you're going to replace them with. You don't look at Orioles series and say, this will be a chance to give our best players rest. In no world should Glaber be getting more at-bats than DJ. Should Hicks be getting more at-bats than DJ? And you may say, well, that's a center fielder, and it works. The towers can go in the outfield. There's no way Kiner should be getting more at-bats than anybody. Like, it's just a slap in the face to competitive nature to do what they do against bad teams and then lose and then miss the playoffs by one game or be in the wild card game at home. It's infuriating because half the Yankees fans are brainwashed. You look around the league at all the good teams and they don't do this. The Rays are the only team that does this. And it works for them because they are different and weird. And they're the only team. No one has complained about this more. No one has gone through the pages and looked at the game logs more. Maybe they have more, but not, but like I've done it a lot. This is not normal. Your one through five should play every day, especially against bad teams. Cause that's where you get fat during the regular season. So it's the same thing I've been saying for two years. And I'm really, dude, I like, they're killing my spirit to not be competitive when you're professional competitors. So if you don't want to hear that again, hopefully you already turned it off because it's all I got. It just, it's not an effort to win. Okay, then we're we're doing a little state of the union because yeah, I mean I I I echo all of that. I don't argue with any of that. For me, it, it like you kind of were getting into at the end the competitors' mindset. Um, and the Yes Network, you know, I, I will say they did a good point of driving home the get fat and happy on the raise. How many times did they bring up that graphic of the the previous AL East champs and how much they've been beating up on what's a decimated Baltimore Orioles franchise. I've been brutal on them on talking baseball. I don't think they're going to get to 50 games this year. But if the Yankees keep treating them like this, they will. And yeah, man, I mean, it's early in the season. You're a weekend, so I, I'm never the guy that has to put my PSA out there. I don't fight on the internet streets. It's not worth it. I was in there Friday night. If you're an Eric Cressy stan over a play Aaron Judge stan, get out of my life. I got nothing for you. I think Cressy's fantastic at his job. I won't question him at what he does. What I will question is the product being put out on the Yankees field. And when you rest Aaron Judge, the guy that just turned down the seven-year extension to stay with the Yankees past this year, nothing's promised. 
He should be out there. You should be setting a tone that we're going to go into Baltimore and kill. And then maybe, just maybe, if you kill those first two games, I'm okay. Jim, this is how brainwashed we are. I'm begging for the days when the Yankees used to punt after winning the first two games of a series. When the Yankees used to win two games, they'd punt that third game and we'd say, oh shit, there's a punt lineup. And then we'd hop on talking Yanks and we'd be like, well, this is kind of a bittersweet record because we just lost, but I guess we won the series. Like, let's keep it moving. I'd kill for those days. Those were fantastic days. And that's how it should work. If you truly, truly, truly believe in some of this rest stuff, which again, like you're saying, go look around the league. We do. Go look at the Braves infield last year. They played every day. Judgy basically played every day last year. The most games he missed last year was due to his COVID stint. The dude can play every day. He's healthy in his, in his prime. So, like, don't come at me. With that, uh, for all the Cressy over Yankees fans who said it worked last year because Judge stayed healthy, guess what? It didn't work for me because the Yankees didn't win. Um, so, and, and when you're talking about one game and how this series, you lost a series to the Orioles? Like, what the hell are we doing? When you got golden pitching performances, you got a golden goose of pitching performances. Uh, it, it's just unacceptable, and it's a mindset for me where you finish that, um, it, and then we're going to talk about some of the little stuff along the way, whether it's, you know, ha- having Glaber be your defensive replacement at shortstop. That's not a winning formula. There's there's just so many little things that they are repeating that, uh, yeah, and, and you're right. Like you're saying, a lot of the good teams, they run out the same top four or five of their lineup every day. Uh, the Yankees are trying to outsmart baseball every day and the offense has been failing at it for 180 games now that it's like when are we going to wake up and and realize that doesn't work oh are you muted in the last 23 i was eating my easter candy sorry understand i didn't want to chew in the mic it's like a redeeming thing they put it out appetizer tray here and i was like whoa this is half candy half like meat and cheeses and Mm. i'm just going back and forth it's a risky my game. Body, my body didn't like it. I was like, what are you doing? It's a risky game. I keep going. I had dinner. I walk past the tray. Those little like malt balls, Easter things are so good. In the last 23 Sunday day games, how many games? Mm. And there's a weird caveat here. In the last 23 Sunday day games, how many do you think the Yankees won in nine innings? <laughs> okay, so sat last twenty three Saturday day games Sunday Sunday, Sunday day, games. day games regulation wins. So yep. I've got twenty three options, and I know there's a caveat, and that's fine. Let's see, they've been awful during the day. You factor in a couple punt days. You factor in the regulation kicker. Um, I'll aim low on it just for dramatic effect. I'll say five. Yep, five. Bang! Let's go. Three three extra inning wins. So so they are um, eight and fifteen in Sunday day games because they see those as punt days and rest days more so as try to win days. Eight and fifteen. And like how? I, and 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 the three of those were in extra innings. They averaged three runs 
on Sunday day games, the offense. A, a joke over in the, the last show? over the last twenty three. A joke on this show and a joke in the office over this same time period was how much do the Yankees hate momentum? Like if there's something the Yankees can't measure, they go so far in the other direction to not do it. It's a joke. Uh, whether it's momentum or or just general feel and drive, I don't know. It's uh, it, it stinks. And yeah, I mean, you're you're saying, you know, what what's gonna change? And hey, uh, long season. I you know, I I still think there's gonna be a dramatic change at the shortstop position at some point. Um, we'll we'll see what other injuries and stuff maybe force the Yankees' hands to not mess around with the lineup. So, hey, uh, I get it. But for right now, it's it's frustrating as all hell. And I'll, yeah, you can't believe in any of that changes until it happens. Hasn't happened for two and a half years. So, the only time this team was really, really good was in 2019 when they had a bunch of replacement players come up and they couldn't use their analytics because they didn't have analytics on the guys to use. And last year, they had a really good stretch when Velasquez and Greg Allen and Wade were playing, and they couldn't use analytics because the guys didn't have enough of a sample size to use analytics. It's the the two sessions of, like, really good baseball. And, 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 hey, man, the Glaber stuff at shortstop, anyone listened? Anyone who listened to me before the season? I mean... I mean, dude, I'm like too fired up about it. Yeah, I, I mean, can't. Yeah. I can't talk. Like, I wish I could. I wish I could rationally explain, which I think is like one of the things I'm really good at is rationally explaining my my brain. And I can't. I can't put how I feel about that into words without sounding like the biggest crybaby, whiny sports fan in the world. Right. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You said he could not play shortstop. You said you were going to upgrade the shortstop position. Why did the Orioles start a rally today? Was it the same inning? It was the inning before. Inning that. before? But, yeah, it's baseball. It's thing. a game where bop bop and next batter and all that stuff. You put the guy at shortstop who you said couldn't play shortstop. Want to know why you said he couldn't play shortstop? Because he can't. Because here's an eye test. Shortstops need to be able to get the ball, throw it. Labor needs to be able to get the ball, pump, throw it. That is the difference between shortstop and second base. He looks great at second base this year. He's made highlight play to his right. He's made highlight play to his left. He hasn't botched any routine ones that I can remember. He had the missed double play, but that was it. Labor did? He he mishandled the double play, which ended up kind of costing them a game. But it all of the defensive plays at second base, he's looked good at. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it, Jim, and I, I mean more of a spin on that. I mean, you know, it, it's almost. It's almost like if you're going to do that, I'd rather them start shortstop at shortstop, get punched in the face, and then replace him with IKF because that's how you use defensive players if you're going to explore a strategy like that. Um, and then we'd have a better lineup, one, one through eight. But, Jim, uh, we got to start getting into the games a little bit. Um, and if you're as frustrated with the Yankees as us and you're thinking about 
maybe managing a different team, you, sh- you should go to Tops, the Tops Bunt app. Um, you get in there. Uh, it's a really fun app. Uh, I'll be honest. I was a little nervous. I was like, okay, we're doing cards on the phone now. I'm a little old school. I don't do well with technology. I had to help my mom uh, clear out some some space on her phone today. Hilarious conversation. Uh, I mean, literally the Zoolander monkey scene come to life, but just me and my mom at Easter brunch. Um, Tops, the Bunt app, go in there. It's a ton of fun. I'm going to get in there now, open up some cards. Our guy Peter Moylan, Matty Mass, people are like trying to beat the game with the Tops Bunt app. Um, and it's just a ton of fun. So go in there, download the Tops Bunt app. Um, click the link in the description or visit the App Store or Google Play, wherever you get your apps. You can trade on there. You collect on there. Um, there's rare cards, real-time scoring fantasy contests. It's a good time. It's the Tops. Go check out the Top Spun app. Uh, click the link or go wherever you get your apps. Um, should we do some games? Sure. I mean, I don't want to, but if you want to, yeah. Yeah, we'll I'm like, like, I'm like really over it. We'll chew through them quick. We'll chew through them quick. Let's do it. Let's doodle it. You want to burn all three? Like a burn medley? Um, No, let's just do like a handshake between each one. Okay. Game one. Orioles. Yankees. Burn, Jakey, burn. Three games set in Baltimore. NBP. NBA playoffs kicking off, and it's like a battle of all-time Chicago Bulls team. It's the battle of the Jordans. Lyles for the Birds, and Monty trying to bounce back for the Yanks. Unlike Jordan Belfort, Monty and the Yankees fans were bummed that there was no judge present as the big fella sat for a rest day. Top three, G-Unit. A little broken stick leads to an RBI single. It's one nothing Yanks. Hey, now. It'd stay that way into the seventh. How about five shut piece from Gumby? Jorge Mate, no. RBI single tied up at one. Bunos, Cantos, and Beemore. Just like sophomore year of high school, it's a scoreless tenth. Same top 11 as Stanton drills Rizzo. Oh, times are great. Not as great as Clarky Chappie combining for the walk-in, walk-off. Yanks lose 2-1 to one in 11 Fun, fun, fun. That one inning, man, where Gallo, where, where Rizzo ran into the ball and Gallo hit the ball one inch. Just comedy. Yeah. Set it, I mean, set just, it, set it to that just, clown music. What's that called? It's called Yakety, Yakety Sack or something like that. Was that good? Did I kind of do it? That was kind of good. That was kind of good. I was thinking of the the faster pace version. BBD was trying something, but he was a little scared to put it into the mic, so I don't think he's going to do it. He wasn't as confident as you were, because you did crush that. Thanks. Um, Stan had three hits. Monty good. Yeah. I mean, all the pitching is good. The pitching's good. That's why, like, I take back everything I said from the first and second series when I was saying that um, credit to Boone for using good bullpen. The bullpen's just good. The Yankees constructed a good bullpen. Yeah. 
and they have done a good job with the starting staff. They've constructed a terrible lineup. The construction of the lineup and the usage of the lineup is awful. So, you know, maybe if Miguel Castro was still Joely, the bullpen usage would be awful because they'd be putting Joely in. So it's just like Cash or the front office did a great job building this bullpen. It's boon-proof. It's manager-proof. They're all good. Uh, Sears pitched well. Yeah. People had an argument for the Rugned Litke situation today, but we'll get there. Um, they wanted no, Litke in over... Over 26 pitch Johnny, who was kind of struggling, and you had the lefty Odor. It's a conversation. I mean, if Litke gets hit, we'd be saying, leave Johnny, and he's our best reliever. So it's it's a yeah, double-edged that, Yeah, that, that's, that's one of those that goes both ways. It's a double-edged, uh, yeah. Because... Uh, Johnny looked really good in the Torino's at bat. It was just the Torino's fouled everything off. Yeah, I mean like that three that three two change. Yeah, well that's the third game. Whatever. Yeah, Torino's ends up winning. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing else from this game. Uh, Aaron Judge should have been playing, and if you don't believe in that, like you're kind of not a Yankees fan. No, and if also you don't you don't believe that the Yankees looked at the schedule and said we'll rest Judge the first Baltimore game because those games don't matter as much. I mean, if you've been watching this team for the last two years and you don't believe that to be a fact, and maybe you just still think it's the right philosophy, but you have to crush the bad teams. If you go 500 and 500 against both, well, then you're a 500 win team. Yep. What happened with Wandy? Did you text him? Uh, I didn't reach out. I actually, when, again, this coming into this game, the Yankee season was still, like, half fun. Like, we salvaged the Toronto series. We're about to sweep the Orioles. I was about to tweet out, like, hey, Wandy Peralta, my guy, if there's ever, a, if there's a time to have a, a bad game, April versus the O's, that's perfect. Nobody's going to remember. Um, and then here we are in the Nightmare series where, hey, if the Yankees had scored more than one run, we would be, I would still be saying that. So I don't care. I didn't mean about him being bad. They like went out to the mound for like an injury check. But yeah. Then, then a Boone was like, no. As a shark. Yeah. Boone was, well, Boone was like, he said something like, Wandy's got some uh, antics on the mound. Yeah. So it was like he was fidgeting and they thought he was hurt or something. Yeah. Or he sharded. They just don't know the line between insanity and beauty. And that's tough with Wandy. It is tough. Game two. Let's do it. Yeah, right. Hopefully a little shot. Oh, Jameson would wake up the Yanks. No, it works for me versus Tyler Wells Fargo for the O's as the Yanks could bank on a big offensive bounce back. Right? Wrong. Yanks are down 2 nothing in the fourth as Cedric entertains with a two-run homer. What the hell? A little hailstorm that allowed BBD to meet John Sterling. Mm. And allowed the Yanks offense to come back and tee off on Travis Lycan Sr. Rizzo rips an RBI single. Stanton stamps a scoring double. And the storm brought out the bringer of rain. Josh Donaldson with his first home run in pinstripes good fortitude by the Yankees to make it 4-2. to two. 
make it five as new favorite Yankee Jose Trevino scores on a pass ball. Five to do, and that would be your final. Tyone for 4.2 to Sears. Sure, my king, Mike King, hello. And Clay Holmes for his first MLB save as the Yankees take game two. A win, a win, a win. Uh, dude, in game one, we didn't even talk about bringing Chapman in uh, with the bases loaded when he walked the bases loaded. And then very embarrassing look to then argue that pitch. That was a ball and for Boone to get thrown out. And then admit later on in the post post game that, yeah, this ball was up. But game two, they won this one, Jake. Yeah. Uh, 11 hits, five runs. Yes, yes. Uh, the hailstorm that saved the season. Uh, Josh Donaldson swinging the bat well all night, ripping the ball all over the ballpark. Thought that would be the the game to get him going that we were looking for. Lead off Hicksy with another good game, playing a really good brand of baseball. That's that's one of the more fun conversations uh, in Yankees land right now. Uh, which is funny because the Yankees thought that a lot of Yankee fans want that to be their conversation they could be mad about. Um, we got help from the bottom again. IKF and Trevino chipped in a little bit. Trevino with the hustle. He's, he's uh, you know, the Kool-Aid that Yankee fans have been looking for. Uh, love his energy and what he's about as a dude. And, uh, yeah, again, like, Jamo looked pretty solid, except one pitch again. That's been both of his starts. Um, and then the fun rally was fun. Everything around it was was like a zero, except for uh, Mike King and Clay Holmes. Boogity, boogity. Jamo, dude, went, looked really good. That Cedric Mullins pitch was a very bad pitch. I was... I was watching with my brother. I had a five bet parlay on it. You saw it. It was huge. Yeah, you're you're a gambling man. Yeah. Uh I had two units on it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In a way. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I got three out of the five because the hailstorm ruined it. Yeah. Also, Jamo refused to strike anyone out. It was just ground out, ground out, fly out. Anyway, but Mullins a uh three oh fastball. And and you had the the righty coming up next and two outs. I was telling, it was very much like that at bat. Jamo was his fastball inside, fastball inside, two zero slider below the zone. Didn't get him to chase. I was like, okay, just pitching around him, and then he just grooved one. Like that was that he didn't think he was going to swing. Yeah, that was just like uh, just it was like a grooved fastball, and he just Mullen just called his bluff. Other than that, Jamo looked great. Trevino's fun. The Yankees win. They throw Sears in or Spears. Is it Spears or Sears? Sears. I keep Sears. Uh, but JP, there's a P there. Yes. They threw him in to a two-run game. The bullpen had been taxed. And here's where I'm getting frustrated, Jake. Right. Because I'm like, you shoehorned Sears into a two-run game because you knew you were going to send him down for Tilo the next day. And then people respond like, yeah, but the bullpen was also taxed, dude. And it's like, yeah, well, the bullpen is taxed because the Yankees are one of five teams that didn't get their starting pitchers trained for 80 pitches week one. And they were like performing, again, too. 
Like, they, they were doing a good job. They had to come out of the game due to pitch limits, not performance. And the Yankees are yeah. one of the fewer teams instilling these pitch limits, but they are when you ask them, they are acting as if every team in baseball is only allowing their starters to throw, to throw 65 pitches, then 75, and we're increasing by 10 pitches every week. And it's like, no, other teams... Do the Yankees not look around? I really don't think they do, to be 100% honest. They're one of the few teams that are really doing that. So the bullpen is taxed by your own doing. It was their intention. Like, that was their game plan, was to overuse their bullpen to start the year. That's why they had so many pitchers. It's literally their plan, Um, which, again, don't necessarily agree with. And, yeah, Jim, you're... in lockstep, um, you know, J.P. Sears comes out for that, and I know, A, I, BBD was tweeting about it, surprising Tyone came out after the rain delay. Decent rain delay, um, but he does come back out. Cool. Um, out here being cool, cooling. Um, and then, yeah, J.P. Sears comes in for the lefty, which it, it's like, yeah, okay, a lefty coming in for a lefty, whatever, I get it, I'm hip, man. Um, it's Cedric Mullins, the best player on their team, with runners on first and second in a two-run game, and he's also at the top of their lineup. So, (laughs) getting Urias to fly out, uh, good for my guy J.P. Sears. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, we could... You're talking about being decision-proof in that bullpen. Uh, There there were a couple moves that you could still... Either could have got you close to being loud or could, could get you a little rowdy, but clearly not the Yankees' problem at all. Um... Trevino, a lot of fun, a lot of energy on the base paths. We like that from our our I thick do like, king. I do like that. Trevino, um, Trevino. That's uh, how they're saying it. I think so. And then, uh, yeah, I have no idea. It doesn't have the till day, but the yes, but the same Trevino. It's not the, like Severino. The baseball it's reference Trevino. pronunciation is is Trevino. Okay, so I'm rolling. I don't know. Like yeah, until day. I don't know if we want to do this now or later because it's it's another negative topic. Um, the Hicks caught stealing. What was that? What was that reaction from? Kind of a in, a not comfortable bunny rabbit on the other side of the screen. They're the same exact <laughs> team. Yeah. They run in. They had they had a runner in scoring position in the first three innings. Didn't get anyone across. Runners left in scoring position. Check outs on the base path. Check double plays. Check they're the first team in all of MLB to hit into ten double plays this season. Yep. Shoddy defense. Check. Like as of now, they didn't fix a thing. Been shut out twice in the game we're about to get to. Today's box score, if you remember last year, I had Jakey's box score check. You needed like three things in the box score category that pops up like home run, double, RBI. Literally nothing today. Impressive. Um, And then, yeah, yesterday was literally all Donaldson looking back. Oh, and a Trevino double. So, yeah, uh, the runners in scoring position. Jim, you're normally pretty firm on this that it's like, hey, you know – that's something every team says. The Yankees are in a crazy no man's land with the runners in scoring position. Well, it's it, it be is something historic that, at this point. It is something that, even if your team is good at it, 
you complain because yeah. it just feels heavier. But the Yankees are, I mean, truly, they're like last in the league last year. Yeah. Okay. Anything else from this game? One good inning? No. Yeah. Hellstorm. Mike King, awesome. BBD was at the game. Met John Sterling. Yeah. I told my brother that that was just a cardboard cutout. It looked kind of like it one. So a lot yeah. of people saying wax museum. I was happy you posted an image from the live photo because the image we received. Yeah, well, so I got like three pictures. What I, I posted the one that looked the most normal. There's the one I sent you guys where he's just making a, a face. Uh, and there's one where he's looking more at the camera, but he looks much more scared, okay. which I'll show you. Yeah. But uh, I, get I posted it. the best one. Okay. <laughs> His uh, the one you sent me uh, originally, and this will be a deep cut. And those who get it, get it. Those who don't, don't. He had a little bit of Marnie the dog going on. Um, former great Instagram account. I think R.I.P. Marnie. Um, should we get into game three? Yes. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Let's do game three. This, de- this desk goes up and down with a button. It's huge. Oh, one more note on the Sterling thing. Everyone's asking, did you, did you ask about, you have to ask if you knew Sterling calls. Like, okay, guys, like right before I went there, somebody asked him for a picture and he said, like, hold on, I need to go get a hot dog. So I was just trying to make the whole yeah. interaction really quick. And also there's no way he knows what that is. Yeah. So. If, if you asked him, hey, how's the internet? I think he would have been like, oh, I didn't, I haven't seen that play. Um, Fabulous. So, no, you were, you were right to not go. Game three? Let's do game three. Should have told him you dream in his voice. You should have mentioned that. I tried. Oh. A a lefty dog foot tire material in the DMV. What? A.K.A. a southpaw rubber match in Baltimore. Jay Bruce Zimmerman tries to retire the Yanks as his nastiness, Nestor Cortez Jr. And although he's the Hialeah kid, everyone was calling him a German short-haired pointer for the way he was hunting birds. Five-inning shut piece with 12 Ks and an immaculate inning Cole wishes. Unfortunately, the Yankees offense went full dead bird themselves. Like filling out those boxes on your taxes that you have no idea what to put, but they require something to be put in. Only zeros for the Yankees. And as if things couldn't stink anymore, old friend Rugned Odor was the one to drive the stake through our hearts. Baltimore tacks on more late as the Yanks lose the game 5-0 and lose the series two games to one. Disaster. Way to go, Nestor. Way to go. Way to go, Nestor. Way to go. Boom, boom. If Rizzo and Gallo are available Mm. off the bench, that means they're available to start the game. Yeah. That's a conversation we've had for two years straight, so we don't have to have it again. Yeah, I guess uh, maybe a one-liner we can add to your to your statement of you know players like knowing their spot in the batting order. Maybe the new player poll we should do is, hey, we should ask players, would you rather start and play the whole game 
or would you rather pinch hit, get one pinch hit at bat in the seventh and then have to play defense? Because I bet our results to that poll would be quite similar uh, to the batting order poll. Yeah. Oh, so I have to be available and ready to go, but I'm not playing? It's not like an actual rest day? Yeah. Not good. Nestor was awesome. So um, so awesome. Trade him to a team that won't waste it. Nestor no, keep him. Awesome. I love him. Keep him. Keep him because I love him. Um, like I said, uh, four hits and literally nothing in that part of the box score that shows your good accolades for the game. Uh, the Kiner Falefa misbunt double play. I mean, I put that in the highlight reel with the Joey Gallo tapper after Rizzo got hit with the ball. Um, I mean, just a form of artwork after a certain point. Uh, good, well. to, good to see Chester back. That was kind of badass. Give me more Chester. I'm in on that. Okay. All right. They are the perfect pairing. Righty, lefty. Uh, yeah. But don't don't put whatever. Okay. Let's do the awards. Let's go to the awards, Jimmy. And the awards. Oh man, speaking of Nestor, are brought to us by Roman. Um. God, you won't see a guy more Roman ready than our guy Nasty Nestor. And man, if you're watching the games and you're not getting a boner, I kind of get it. That would make sense. Um, But if you're trying to make love, you know, Easter's got you in the mood uh, and your bunny's not too perky, you might want to go to Roman. Uh, go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks today. If you're prescribed, you get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. They'll get you in touch with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. It does not get you in touch with us. We are not licensed U.S. healthcare professionals yet. Uh, we'll see what life has to offer us. But right now, Roman will get you in touch with someone who is licensed and uh, with the code YANKS, you'll get $15 off your first month of treatment. Roman's the best. There's so many people that suffer uh, not having a stiff bunny rabbit um, when they want to have a stiff bunny rabbit. And now you can have a stiff bunny rabbit when you want with Roman. GetRoman.com slash YANKS today. If you're prescribed $15 off your first month of ED treatment, be Roman ready. Be Roman ready. You're going to want that. It's important. Joe's McFly and a Dolphin. Um, oh. Awards? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Pride? Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Nestor Cortez. It's a good one. It's Sunday. I am with the Lord. I'm wearing bunny ears because obviously Easter is a huge religious thing with the bunnies and the eggs and the, uh, the hiding of the eggs. Um, and yeah. That. Nestor's the best. Nestor's the best. He's my pride. I don't know who you're going to go to. Nestor really is the best, man. I mean, I guess I'll harp on it a little more. Um, Dude, he's the best. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I guess there isn't more. 
in 9.1 innings shutout this this year with a crazy K rate, low whip, immaculate inning. I mean, this is this kid in this chat, Warren. Mm. Warren. He keeps saying that we're optimistic. I just said I'm fucking off the team. I have no optimism. What are you talking about? I don't do any Warrens. But he's just like not listening to what we're saying and acting like we're this, this isn't whatever. Piss me off. Warren does. Like I'm as down about the whole team and I've been as negative as I've ever been. And how could someone listen and be like, you guys are positive? Warren's not listening. That's why. Um, Nestor's great. I don't know if we give him to Matt Blake. I don't know if we give it to Nestor. I'd love to know where the lines are, but you can start going to cuckoo land with his stats. Um, Macular Inning's cool. Hilarious that Higgy threw the ball to the crowd. Yeah, pretty good. No, and it was good. It was a good shot of Cole as well to be fun. Yeah, Cole. Cole chanted shame, shame. Then quickly switched to asshole. Asshole, which is fun. The fun little moment. Hey, he was like, I didn't know. <laughs> then it's very much like he does not know. Whatever. I've had some combos like that with Higgy sometimes. So, yeah, yeah. Um, good pride, dude. That was a, that was a banger of a pride, man. Thanks. Who's your pride? It's gonna be hard for you. Jesus. Uh, no. No, I'll go Monty. Um, Monty had a rough first start. Rough first start. And then again, coming in this series where it was like, let's get fat on the birds. Monty did his part. Um, you know, uh, Monty goes five shut piece. Not big K's. Don't care. Uh, five innings, three hits. 71 pitches, again, up from 58, which he was built up for in his first start. So Monty gets the bounce-back start that, you know, literally if if we said for the midweek episode or even today, like, hey, let's, let's deep dive into the pitching. Like, who – I mean, the only guy that we'd be worried about at this point is Chapman, which, like, I mean, is a problem. But still, that's kind of nuts. I love Monty, man. I, I mean, I like Tyone too. I mean, they were all pitched good. Everyone aren't like great. Yeah, literally everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple lefties. The ne- next award we give out is a negative one. Mm-hmm. You Yankee motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um. Dude, I don't, I don't even know. Okay. The Yankees? Right. There's a there's an can easy I, Can I give mine to the Yankees? Um, could you specify just a step further cuz I'd like to draw from the same pool? Decision makers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh Whoever is making the decisions. I mean, we've heard they have a table of like 15 people that they vote yes or no on, which is utterly ridiculous. 
uh, Boone, the benches, Cashman, Hal. I, I have no idea. The fact that they constructed a roster where one of their good players has to sit every five days. Yeah. So that they rested Judge and then rested Rizzo and games you have to win. So, I mean, the Yankees. Yeah. That's a solid one. Decision makers. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of options. I think that's that's where you got to the Yankees. Um I uh I'll go kind of band-aid and I'll do Chapman. Um the the whole pitching staff has been incredible. Um, coming off the Toronto game where Chappie came in and walked three batters. Um, he comes back in and one strikeout and then walks uh, walks in the winning run. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that that stinks. And, uh, you know, with how, how well other guys are performing, um, even though Johnny gets, gets hit a little bit today. But, uh, yeah, if, if that's... If that's the one spot <laughs> your your pitching's kind of hurt and that's still <laughs> as bad of a spot you can be in for a team that only strictly plays close games. So I'll go chappy. <sighs> Man, hitters, you dodged a fucking bullet. They did. They did dodge a bullet. Might get some awards. We'll see. Anything on Chapster? Um, no, I mean, if it wasn't Chapman, you know, like if King loses on Sunday or Thursday, Blue Jays, they brought him in, bases loaded, no outs, ninth inning. If he, if he gives up one pitch homer there, like, well, pretty hard spot, tough spot to bring him in. Right. Now imagine... You just the last three batters you walk you face you walked and you got pulled from the game and the very next day, now you bring you're put into a spot where you can't walk someone or 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 you lose the game. Yeah. So yeah, I, I get chappy, but like it's why I piggybacked an, it to yours. It's an impossible spot. It's why I piggybacked it. To like, you. did anyone think he was not gonna the game was he was gonna get out of that? I mean, I would have bet. I tweeted out like it would this would be magic. He just walked three guys and then so like yeah, it sucks and Chappie throws strikes and shit. Like I'd rather you get beat on hits than that, but what an impossible spot to bring a guy into. And if you're feeling as confident in your bets, you should go to the DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. You can bet just $5 on any team to win, and you win $200. And like Jim was telling you, you can play some five-teamer parlays. Jim's putting two unis down. Um, <laughs> they have live betting. Uh, if you saw opening day and Jimmy, you can bet the result of certain pitches. You can bet what will the second pitch of Glaber Torres as a bat be. You can really get in the weeds, uh, have some fun with it, get silly with it. But do it with the DraftKings Sportsbook and download. I've been doing my bet of the day on Fridays, always winning. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY. 
Bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets if your team wins their game. That's promo code JOMBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. 21-plus restrictions apply. And will be trademarks used with permission. See show notes for details. You gonna do some regular old awards? Regular old awards. You ready? I'm ready for you, big dog. My first award is, and this is very creative. Okay. It's the Jekyll and Hyde Award. Ooh, I'm familiar with the tale. I read the uh, I read the wishbone version of Jekyll and Hyde. Oh. Yeah. Good read. Good read. Beach read. I I used to go to the restaurant in New York City a lot, and they would do like a whole a whole play about it. Do you laugh because you said beach read? Yeah. that's my book that's my book lingo that's that's how i that's how i show book people i'm in the community Uh, and i was laughing because it's definitely it's gotta be the worst beach read of all time (laughs) wishbone dr jekyll and mr Hyde. that's a bad you should start you should start saying shit like that you should say like a great community read yeah it's a train read yeah um, uh, who's your Jekyll and Hyde, huh? Aaron Hicks. Mm, okay. Interesting. Aaron Hicks without yeah. any runners on base. 600 batting average, 667 on base percentage. Aaron Hicks with runners on base. Bad. With runners in scoring position, he has one hit mm. and two double plays. 143 batting average. So I know why it feels bad, even though the stats look good. I mean, that's hard. It's yeah. hard to feel like it's like everyone can just point to his stats and they're really good. He's been getting hits. His numbers are there, but anytime you need him, like he's not the table setter, but cleaning up, it just hasn't happened. And then it's been double plays, which he's supposed to be not the double play guy. So it's just kind of Jekyll and Hyde with Hicksy. I mean, the whole team's numbers are like that, but um, not the whole team is hitting. He's like one of the guys that's hitting and then just disappears. Yeah, that's that. That was a little bit why I was surprised you jekyll and hide at him because I, I I understand the argument and I actually have more stats to back it up. But I'm I'm so happy with Hicksy. Um, you know he's he's drinking the Yankees runners in scoring position Kool Aid and and the double play ball. Which you're right, that was the Hicksy fun fact. Um, he beats out. Like, Hicksy beats out an infield hit today that, you know, was it was bang, bang. I think if the shortstop made the throw, um, it probably gets him. But he was, like, running hard to first, which, again, like, we're doing these weird Yankees boxes you need to check. Um, and Hicksy's oddly checking off a ton of them, probably more than any other Yankee. So I, I want to give Hicksy a lot of love, especially 
when we heard at the beginning of the year he had those quotes that he could like finally grip a baseball again, and it's like, whoa. Like, we, we forget how much injuries truly affect these guys. Remember when we did all this stuff on the wrist sheath and how bad it, like, ended to share his career and his quotes on that? We didn't even know that we were going to get, like, one more 10-game set from Hicks like this. So the fact that he has this in his body somewhere um, is good news. Now, Jim, I will spin it the other way. Um, baseball reference, they have high leverage, medium leverage, and low leverage hitting situations. Uh, his low leverage, 1.4 OPS. Medium leverage, 1.1 OPS. Uh, his 10 plate appearances in high leverage spots, uh, a zero batting average, a 2.22 OPS. So, um, yeah, in the spots that <laughs> we would be over the top freaking out about Hicks, he's throwing up a, uh, an Easter egg every time. What a timely reference. Thank you. I was started saying goose, and I was like, I'm talking to a man with bunny ears on. Who the fuck's got bunny ears on? Jesus Christ is in the room with me today. Risen. Christ has died. <laughs> Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Please put your money in this basket. We need to pay our rent. Psych, our rent's free. So now you can tell your people that you went to a service of some sorts today. (laughs) (laughs) You went to a service of sorts today. Oh, did you go to church for Easter? Kind of. Talking Yanks. Yeah. Church of T.Y. Not talking Hilton. Um, Couple lame jokes in there. Okay, good award. Thanks. Good award. Um, Where am I going to go, Jim? I got a couple options. Ooh, text from Joe's McFly. Could you hit the passing button, BBD, if you got it close? Passing. Text from Joe's McFly. Stupid series. (laughs) So, we've got that covered. Um, okay. Where am I going to go? Um, you know what? I'm going to give out the elite center fielder award. Okay. Elite center fielder award. Elite center fielder. Uh, Lo Castro for making that catch in left field. Close. Um, maybe some Tilo talk coming up in a little bit. Um, I'm giving it to Jameson Tyone. Uh, you know, we talked about Jameson looked good again. Uh, again, remember, we didn't think we might even have him in April. His his rehab went really good. Jameson Tyone's thrown two bad pitches this year. George Springer and Cedric Mullins. Hey, Jamo, <laughs> if you see one of the elite Center fielders at the plate. When we play Anaheim this year, let's go to the corners. A walk is okay. Uh, so, uh, JMO has been just as good <laughs> as every other pitcher that's excelling this year, which is incredible. He's literally had two pitches that he wishes he could have back to two of the best center fielders in baseball, and they both went yard piece on him. Good call. Thank you. 
don't throw him meatballs to the center fielders. But it sucks because Jamo's been great. He's been great. It's kind of fun to watch pitch because you're like, what you doing out there, dog? Hey, want to hear a rude conversation I have with my brother? Um, maybe. If you put Jamo's brain, okay, in Cole's body, yeah, and his his pitch mix philosophy, but you get Cole's stuff, right? Is he a better pitcher than Cole? So Jamo's brain with in Cole's body, yeah. Um, you give Jamo Cole stuff. How about I, I think that? so. I, I think so. Um, just because I think Jamo these past two years has had to be so fastball dependent and like creative about when he uses his fastball that having Cole's off speed pitches, Tyone would be like he'd be ten percent fastball. He'd rank be like these four. He'd be like, look at all four. this shit. This is what I was doing with my brother. Rank okay. these four pitchers. Garrett Cole with Garrett Cole's brain and Garrett Cole's stuff. Okay. Jamison Tyone with Tyone's brain and Tyone's stuff. Tyone's stuff, Cole's brain. Okay. Cole's stuff, Tyone's brain. Who's the best? Because I, I, I think the best Christ. is Garrett Cole's <laughs> stuff and JMO's brain. Yes. Then I think it's Garrett Cole's stuff and Garrett Cole's brain. Okay. Then I think it's JMO's stuff, JMO's brain. Then I think it's JMO's stuff, Cole's brain. See, I think there's a pretty good argument for Cole and JMO's stuff. Like, I think Cole's brain, if he had JMO's stuff, like, I think he could actually tap into that. He's like, I, like, Tyone's, Tyone's four seamer has been more effective. Then Garrett's fastball recently. Because Garrett because Garrett throws his fastball at, at terrible times and terrible and counts. Tyone's fastball is like sneaky gross. So like I that formula actually works pretty good too. Um like if if Garrett had to fully play off of that fastball, like I, I think that's a fun combo too. So yeah, it's a weird combo. It is a weird. We had some gummies. Oh. Fruit snacks. You got a second award? Um, um, yeah, it's the, uh, I guess the Jesus Christ award. It'd be an Easter and all. Okay. JC or guy. Yep. Conceived mm-hmm. by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mother Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, crucified, died, buried, rose from the dead. Sound like anyone on the Yankees? Rose from the dead on the Yankees. Tim Locastro. No, Glaber at shortstop. Okay. The Yankees mm. were Pontius Pilate. They crucified Glaber Torres at shortstop. He's dead. He's buried. And then they revived him themselves. Mm. Not how the story of Jesus Christ goes. They unleashed him themselves. 
because they didn't get an actual shortstop nor get a guy on the bench they trust. And it's unfathomable that Glaber Torres is that shortstop costing relievers pitches and, and, and making games close that Glaber Torres is that shortstop late in close games. We're not talking about down or up five runs and just getting a couple outs. We're talking about Glaber Torres was at shortstop in a zero, zero tied game. When you publicly said we're killing this guy because we don't think he's good. Like, be embarrassed, Yankees. You did nothing about your biggest problem. One of your bigger problems is that you admitted. How did they do that? 0-0, zero, zero, late game. Glaber's at shortstop. You opened up the end of the year press conference saying, Glaber Torres can't play shortstop. We're looking for a shortstop. It's not Glaber's fault. He can't be, he can't play. He's, he's great at second base. And I'm killing his spirit. It's crazy. It's crazy talk. Jim, I mean, that's, uh, you know, my only optimistic spin that I am going to hold on to till, I don't know, mid-May is again, I think there's another solution at the Yankees shortstop position in this organization. Um, and, you know, it, you know, there's some IKF stands out there. It, it used to be a big argument in our office. Things have gone quiet these days. Um, if you think IKF is the shortstop solution, then why do you think he's getting subbed out late in games? Like, that's when he should be on the field if his skill set is what his skill set is supposed to be. Um, yeah, I mean, that's where I uh, I am going to choose to leave my blinders on. Maybe I'll put a date in the sand. It's April 17th. Oh, jeez. That's a long time away. Um, I can't do Cinco de Mayo. Let me bring up the Yankee schedule. I brought up. How's it doing? I brought up. I brought up. They're he, he walked off the game today. They're doing well. Look at the other kid. Volpe hit, Volpe a, grand hit a grand slam, slam at Double A today. Braza, like, I think he did walk off. The, I want to say walk off home. The army day. is coming. Um, okay, so let me see these series. When would be a good time? Uh, how about May eleventh? May 11th, they're finishing up a little homestand that's Texas and Toronto. After that, uh, they go on the road to Chicago and Baltimore. Because um, then the next... Now he's home- not doing good at AAA, though. Then uh, which one? Peraza. Walk-off double today. Yeah, but he's... I mean, his numbers are awful. Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly correcting myself because I said homer a minute ago. Oh, Okay. Um, I mean, there's Jim. They have other like Cabrera's there too, um, and he uh, he's he's raking again. He is 15 for 30. He's got a 500 batting average and a 1.1 OPS. Um, Cabrera. Uh, excuse me. Those were last year at AAA. I'm I, I misread the wrong numbers. Yeah, um, Peraza and Cabrera are both playing very not playing well right now. 
In triple A. May. Not that triple A numbers are like everything, but. May 11th. Um, so that's, uh, that's where I'm at. And new hire. <laughs> Playing well. Yeah. Bring him up. Ender and Ciarte. Playing well. Just brought Tilo up. was playing well down there. Tilo had a 421 on base percentage. Good for him. Came up. A little foul ball home run indicator for Tilo today. Yeah. Um, okay. Good award. Good award. Um, I'll give out the Sweet Baby Jesus Award. Nice. Seven pounds. 14 ounce baby Jesus. Yeah. What a this is an Easter app, huh? It's a big Easter app for us. The annual Easter app. Mm-hmm. I believe in the God, the Father Almighty. You got a guess? Or do you know it? You probably know it. Little baby Jesus award? Yeah. Trevino? Yeah, obviously. Um obviously. There's the so guy doesn't sweat. <laughs> doesn't sweat. He's a Texas guy. Um, ooh, text from Jerry Blevins dropped a Metsy as it gets on the post game today. My guy. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. I, I made a breakdown. I don't know if it's out yet. I don't know if DraftKings approved it yet, but said, oh, maybe I edited it out. Whatever. Jerry got a shout out because I said pitchers aren't athletes. Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> oh, I had something on that. We'll save it for talking baseball tomorrow. Check in. Uh, Jose Trevino. Um, we heard he was a good dude. We followed, like, kind of on social media because his guy was with Taylor Hearn on the Texas Rangers, who's one of the biggest, like, John Boy Media player supporters and a friend at this point. And uh, Trevino is every all the little stuff that Yankee fans are so goddamn thirsty for. Just a little bit of hustle, a little bit of energy, a little bit of heart. Um you know, running the bases with effort and passion and, like, a high baseball IQ. Uh, so, you know, there were a lot of potential negative awards up and down the lineup. And I figure with this annual Easter edition that we come out with, uh, I'll give our guy Jose a little love. And he, um, you know, he's going to be sneaking out more and more at-bats. Uh, cause he, uh, couple, couple good games from him. He's the best. Probably. Forced Higgy to get a hit today. Yeah. Motivate each other. Cool. Good award. Tilo with a nice catch. Really nice catch. Really nice catch. Really nice. That's it. I just heard that uh, dessert was being served downstairs, so I'm going to go hang out with my family, I guess. Yeah, go get yourself some dessert. Um, Off day tomorrow, which I actually decide I kind of like. I want them to stew in it. Sucks for us as fans, but... Well, double rest. Double rest, and I want them to hear two days of media talking about how pathetic it is to... They don't lose care, dude. Two out of They've three. Been hearing it. Players care mm-hmm. about hearing it from media. Players they care. They, they do. Be, what's the difference? They've been, they've been the Yankees haven't been respected for twenty months. 
Because that was part of the problem last year, Jim, that everyone, and we talked to dudes on the team, everyone was kind of doing a shoulder shrug last year. Like, everyone had their half excuse. Like, DJ was half hurt. Like, San and Judge were kind of doing their thing. Like, Glaber at shortstop failed, so they moved him to second. And, like, everyone just kind of did a shoulder shrug last year individually. I think if they if this offense hears it all individually, which I think they're gonna, I, I think they'll they'll feel that. I mean, yeah. We've talked to players. Talked around. I don't know. The most soothing thing that I heard this offseason or talking to players we know is that our complaints aren't that much different than some of the complaints in the clubhouse. The philosophy isn't bought in. Wanna know why? Because these guys are the biggest competitors in their industry. And now they're being told they have to sit games. Planned. Or play positions that they don't want to play. Talked about how much whatever. Donaldson just lead off third, fifth, lead off, whatever, you know? It's like. Half of Joey Gallo's hits came in one game this year, and he was benched the next day. I can't talk to Joey Gallo. I know. Can't. And I'm not even, this isn't even a bias thing, because I loved Gary Sanchez, but I was like pretty big on the train. Like, don't fucking tell me about Gary's BABIP. Right. And how hard he hits the ball. Right. You can't judge Gallo that way. When he's like the easiest shiftable player in the world. Like Gallo hits the ball right into the shift. It's not bad luck. Right. That is not bad luck. That is, yeah, dude, you only hit the ball there. That's why the defense is there. That's why they're there. That is, that. it is like, that's why you can't just look at a singular stat and be like, well, it was unlucky. It's not bad luck. You hit the ball hard in three areas. They put their players there. Not bad luck. Agree. And I'm undecided on how much I dislike or like the New York push bunts. And I think I might want to make it shirt if they do another game like this. Okay. Like, that's to me the most bunting attempts we've seen in pinstripes have uh in a three game set oh yeah or four games set if you count thursday thursday friday saturday it was like a weekend of bunts and i'm like they're bad at that too but if they were good at it it would have been fun hmm. yeah i mean ikf gets that bunt down today we could be having a holy crap we survived episode everyone still stinks but we won but we're not what do they plan next week Rest day and then the Tigers. Nice. Let's get it. Go Yanks. Tom Grams. Go Yankees.